1: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your
2: hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. We have returned. It is episode 260-something or other. I could not even begin to tell you. You know what? If you downloaded this, you know exactly what number it is. How's that? I'm Gary. I'm Chris. Uh, Chris is back. Yes, sir. I've been doing The Daily Show by myself for two weeks. Chris has had a little time off. That's right. He's enjoyed himself. He is... All in on some new football, though. So, we will, uh, we will discuss that. We're going to talk to AAF and their new investment. We're going to talk the AAF reaction, or at least our reaction, after two weeks. Uh, we're going to talk a little college basketball, some future odds for the national championship, the college football national championship futures for 2019. Uh, these are from the Westgate. We'll, we'll talk about those. The initial S&P Plus projections from SB Nation. So Bill Conley, the the nerd guy, That's the right. smart guy. I was about to say smart guy, incredibly smart guy. I, I wish we could get him on the show. Either way, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. You can go check them all out at tunicatravel.com. You can check us out at winningcureseverything.com. Follow us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. I'm at Gary WCE. I'm at Chris B. Giannini. Let's get this thing rolling. All right, this is Winning Cures Everything the AAF $250 million investment. We got to talk about this to start off today's show. Carolina Hurricanes owner, that's the NHL for those that don't pay any attention to hockey, <laughs> uh, owner Tom Dundon will serve as the AAF Board of Directors after the first week and how successful everything was. He was not, I won't say obsessed, but he thought very highly of the product. He came to Charlie Ebersold, Ebersold, however you say it, and told him, look, I understand how these like startup projects work. You go and get a little bit of money in step A. Step B, you go get a little more money. That's step right. C, he said, why not just screw it and you can get it all from one place and you will have all the money you're going to need. And Charlie said that's a deal he could not turn down. Nope. Cut a uh, check, $250 million. $250 million, and he is now a chair. Like oh, the yeah, chair yeah. of that, the that, that board def- of
1: directors. That definitely buys you a chair. and And if you're paying that much... There there doesn't need to be many other chairs. Agreed. Uh David Glenn of the Athletic, he reported
2: that the AAF was in a position where they needed this money like now. They needed capital to be able to pay players, et cetera, et cetera. And I talked on the Daily Show today about how that was
1: just wrong. Yeah. Yeah, a little quick with the trigger finger. Um, Well, he came uh,
2: out and and the reason he was saying it is because he had been told by agents that the players had not been paid for week one, which is true.
1: He just assumed it was because, you know, they didn't have the money. Or
2: or his sources said that they didn't have the money, when in fact it was exactly what they said it was. It was a a glitch (laughs) because they switched payroll companies or payroll
1: systems or whatever. Like they all ended up getting paid today. It's it's really funny that they use the word glitch. The the ringers doing like they do like a big rewatchables on movies and stuff like that. They've just done one on The Office, and how this this is a glitch in the payroll system. Yeah, we just fixed the glitch. So <laughs> I kind of think that's 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 all it was. And uh, guys are getting paid, and the league's going well. It was. It and was they've definitely got all not. they've got all the money they need for this year.
2: Well, and they, I mean, $250 million? Like, Well, I don't think, know
1: what their operating budget is. So, Well, I would
2: imagine they've got enough for another three years. The salary oh. pool for the entire league is only $28 million. Oh,
1: then, yeah, that'll buy you a lot because so, your coaches aren't making that damn much. Yeah, you coaches now, I aren't. also don't know what the leases on the buildings are that they're And I'm, I would imagine it's probably not a whole this?
2: lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm wondering, so one of the things that David Glenn at The Athletic brought up is that Raleigh, North Carolina could end up with an AAF team Next year. That's right. Now, would this be a relocation or an expansion? It doesn't matter. Well, it, it matters <laughs> as far as the money goes, right? Because if you're bringing a whole other team in, that adds a quite a bit. But it also is going to add value. It is. But I the reason I bring that up is because, you know, Memphis brought up,
1: or they, they claimed 11,000 people. No. And it was no. closer to three. So a friend of mine... But, and I don't know who had all this going on. He went, you went, right?
2: I was supposed to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was, did not. I was not. Like going. I was.
2: I was actually texting you two hours before the game. Like, hey, I'm leaving in a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, I thought you and went. And then, and then no. he. So my, my wife nixed that. The, the um, area code of Memphis is 901, and he was like, 901 people showed up. Yep, and uh, it was great. Like it, it was, was cold. You know, 901 fans. Um, 901. I, I don't know. Cold, that rainy. I don't know that 900 people were there.
2: Maybe no. There was there was about two
1: thousand. Oh, that, I'd say two oh, to three thousand. You couldn't tell from TV.
2: No, no, no. You couldn't tell from TV. But if you go and actually look at like pictures and whatnot, like there were big pockets of fans.
1: Bad weather in Memphis right now. I don't oh, yeah. know what it is. The rest of the year or the rest of the country. I know this. It was cold. It was rainy, and I wasn't going. I was going to sit at home, and I was going to watch from my chair. Why was it? So
2: my father in law and I were like ready to go, and my wife was like, well. You know, I mean, if y'all want to, that's fine. I, I, I but... texted
1: you early. What was it, Friday or Saturday? Yeah, Friday yes. we were texting. Yeah. Or Saturday. And I was just like, look, man, I'd, I'd love to go. It's going to be a game time decision. Yeah. If it ends up being decent, I'll be there. <laughs> if it's not, listen, I don't love this thing enough to do that.
2: Yeah. that So so you see how few people were there. Yes, right. I can't imagine the lease for the building was that much if – Unless they were expecting like fifteen to twenty thousand people, and if they were, like the the Tigers drew seventeen thousand, and yeah, they're like a good team, you,
1: you can't do that. You just can't expect those kind of numbers, especially right off the bat, right now. Right.
2: So you got to grow to if that. if it is a relocation, Memphis is a prime team to lose it to to lose this team.
1: I don't know that the people of Memphis will be that devastated. I don't. I don't mean, think maybe they will those nine hundred people will be upset.
2: But I will say this: there's a there is a big time uh, interest in it, as far as social media, as far as uh, so I, I listen to Jeff Calkins on Gary Parish's show. So they're
1: are they talking about it on Memphis radio?
2: Oh yes, okay. like they they talk about it every day. I haven't,
1: I haven't turned a radio on, in which a
2: long is time. which is crazy. Like, it, but right now I'm in mean, the Grizzlies. Kind of suck. The Tigers not doing really well. Uh, there's not a lot to discuss, but people are interested in it. They had an article about Penny Hardaway and the Tiger basketball program. And then Calkins did another article about the first game of the AAF at the Liberty Bowl.
1: And the AAF one dwarfed
2: the, the Penny
1: article. People love football. Yeah. I, I don't know that people know that or not. People love football. People
2: absolutely love football. I was
1: very much out on this league before it started. Because I now I was young when the XFL came in. Yeah. And I was a young man. I say, I'm not like I wasn't a child. I bought in hook, line, and sinker. Everybody was very excited, and and it broke my heart. And I just said because the the league sold
2: itself so well. Like Vince McMahon knew what he was doing, right? And I know that
1: today, I know that he's a you know he's a salesman, right? But this is a completely
2: different deal because it is a well, it's an NFL, they are building it up to be an NFL developmental league. That's right. They don't want these players to stick around forever. They want them to build up and get a shot to go to the NFL.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so they're three-year contracts for 250 million uh $1,000. Sorry, 250. Yeah. $250,000 for 3 years. Yeah, that's it. That's what they want it to be. And that's
2: and see what you just talked about. That's something else I wrote down was the difference between the AAF contract and the NFL practice squad contracts. If you, and I was reading an article that The Ringer wrote back in October or November last year, in California, mm-hmm. if you are on an NFL practice squad for all 17 weeks along with the first six weeks of training camp, after taxes, you make $88,000. That is that
1: is enough to maybe sleep in your car. Well, in California. No, and hang on. No, no, no. You're technically an NFL player. Even though you're a practice squad guy, I'm going to bet those uh, player union dues are still taken out of that check. Wouldn't doubt it. And and you're not talking about, okay, you take Tom Brady's player union due out, nobody cares. You know, you, you take these guys out and they make 80 grand. That's that's a lot. It's a for big the, For the difference. guys that live in L.A. Yeah. Trying to trying to make it work. And so, or the and guys this, that live in New York. And I mean, so are, it is expensive-ass cities.
2: Now, tell me this. The other side of this was they were talking about, you know, why would you set it up in Orlando and Atlanta and Memphis and da-da-da-da-da? Because the TV stuff, like, people are going to watch yep. if it's on TV. Correct. But does it matter if it's the Memphis Express or if it's, like, the Chattanooga Express?
1: Okay. I don't care because it, I have watched all of these games that I've had the ability to watch. Yeah. And and it didn't matter if Memphis was playing or not. I'm I'm watching every second of the Orlando games because – Oh, it's I so I, much. I fun. worship at the feet of Steve Spurrier, somebody who grew up hating Florida his entire life. I it, there was a respect the man, hate the team. Yeah, my entire life, um, I'm following that guy to the grave, and, and that's just it. Um, so no, they're a lot of fun, and then some of the other teams are a lot of fun. It's just I love football. Yeah, and so I mean, I don't care who's playing. I've got I'm here's what way. I like most about it. For the most part, I've got equal level of competition on both sides. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's kind of all I ask for. It's one of the reasons I strongly dislike local high school football is because (laughs) there are really good teams that beat up on really bad teams all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's my biggest pet peeve with college football is you have big boy teams that beat up high school teams. This is what I love. I love this. Yeah. I am in, and I don't care where the teams are. Here's me and you talked about this a little bit, and I don't know if we ever did this on the show or not, but... I think it was smart to have teams in Birmingham and in Memphis and in Orlando. These are cheaper places to live. Those those cats living out in San Diego, that's tough.
2: That's, that's, a, it. Oh, that's yeah.
1: a hard they obviously don't live in San Diego. They are staying in San Diego, probably minor league baseball in it, six dudes to a, to an apartment kind of thing. Yeah. And and, and and huffing it and roughing it um until the season's over with and then they're going back to wherever the hell they came from. Yeah. Because, I them. because that's not enough money to live in San Diego. I thought it was smart to have teams in cities that are cheaper to live in, and the other thing you put them all in the South. That's where people love football. Yeah, like we we love college football in the South because for the longest time we didn't have pro football. Well, it's, we it, always had the same. San had Antonio Falcons, had twenty
2: nine thousand oh, people.
1: There's there's no question I mean, in that's my mind. Crazy. Nobody was more excited about Vegas getting a football team. The the Oakland Raiders. Made a mistake by going to Vegas? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. San Diego absolutely made a mistake by going to L.A. And maybe they can renege on that deal to bunk up with the Rams and be the second L.A. team. Yeah. If I was them, I would be on the first thing smoking to San Antonio. Those people love football, yeah. and they don't have football. Oh, yeah.
2: absolutely. I mean, you would draw – and now the thing is in L.A. obviously the worth is so much more, and they're not worried about drawing people. They're not I get worried it. about this. No,
1: they don't. Get, they want TV eyes, and it doesn't matter what city you're in in the NFL. You're getting the same TV eyes. Yeah,
2: and and because you're in L.A., it's obviously going to be valued at more. Yeah. Um, but if you if you want people that are going to care about your team, San Antonio is the if, spot. If if they
1: built a fifty to sixty thousand seat stadium in San Antonio, you're talking about an un and San Antonio is a world class city. Yeah, it's an awesome city.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. So I agree with that. I'm
1: I'm I'm all in on that. Let's uh let's jump off this.
2: We'll talk about our reaction to the league after uh, after two weeks. Sound good? All right, let's jump in. AAF reaction after week two. This show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Six incredible sports books. And I don't know where you can go bet on the AAF down there. I believe like Hollywood, I believe Samstown. Um, I'm not
1: I, I'm not going to try to speak to that. I haven't been down yet to try to find. I would out.
2: imagine that all of them would have it right now. Like uh, one is William Hill, the other is uh Fan or uh, I'd be uh, shocked if they yeah, don't. FanDuel.
1: I mean, it's pretty popular.
2: Yeah, it's really popular now. Um but yeah, go to tunica com. You can find more information about all the sports books there. You can call the sports books and ask which one. Easy enough. Tunica got your information for that. Let's jump in. AAF reaction after two weeks. You're all in, right? I'm in. I didn't you, think I was going to be in. No, you did not think I, you I were going to be in very much tempered
1: at all. my expectation. And week one, I was very happy. Yeah. Uh, I was bored. It was uh, my first weekend without football in a long time. And I sat down on the chair and the kids were, had the iPad and the wife was doing something around the house. And I said, let's, let's turn this thing on. Let's see what happens. And I was happy was very happy. It's a good product. I really do. Like I it. I enjoy all right, so
2: my favorite thing about it is the instant replay. Yep. And the transparency behind that.
1: The, exactly. That is my number one favorite thing about the, it.
2: The the Birmingham Iron and the Salt Lake Stallions, there was a it was uh the the punt return that ended up being a fumble that everybody assumed that his knee was down And it was so transparent, right? So Salt Lake was up nine to nothing. And Birmingham got the fumble and returned it for a touchdown. It looked like his knee hit, but there was no angle on the camera where you could see it. And you can hear this guy talking the whole time about, I can't see where the ball is. From these different like it and it's like six different angles, but like none of them showed where the ball was when his knee hit. But you at least see the conversation that goes on. Yeah,
1: and it's nice to see that. Like the NFL should have. This is the NFL test league, right? They'll they'll never do this, by the way. They'll never. They'll. They'll. The one thing the NFL will not do is be transparent about anything. Well, that's no. They. But what I'm saying is they should, but they're not. They're not. Um. (laughs) So my favorite thing, and which showed me I really like that. I think it was the Salt Lake Week One. It was Salt Lake, um, Arizona game, and, and I and I could be wrong on the game, but there was an opportunity where it was a completed pass, and the ball comes in, and the guy catches it, and it looks like there's a blur that just goes to the ground. Something hits the ground. And oh, I remember this up. one. Yeah, and. So they replay it. Everybody in the booth says, oh, that's the ball. The ball hit the ground. No big deal. The officials move the ball back to its original spot. Yeah. And then the guy gets on the headset, says, hey, you've looked at it a little bit. Do you see what we see? And he says, yeah, yeah, something hits the ground, but I can't tell is that his arm or the ball. And he said, whoa, whoa, what? And he says, Yeah, I, I, I can't tell. By the, by the I angles, cannot tell you that the ball hit the ground.
2: Like, something so,
1: hit the ground, and it's either his hand or the ball. But if it's his hand, it's a catch. And we have to go with whatever you That's call right. on the field. And the official was like, We all think it's the ball, and we already moved the ball back. So now I need you to look and tell me where the spot is and tell me where the clock is. And so yeah. now the official is doing that stuff, and they're talking back and forth, even on one where 90% of the people disagree. And the replay booth guy is different than them. And we would all say, we hear their conversation in real time. And it made me feel like both of these people were telling the truth. Yeah. If you're talking about an opportunity where somebody's going to screw someone, that person in that booth had better sound like that guy. Oh, yeah. Because he sounded honest, he yeah. sounded transparent, he was very real in the moment. And he was just trying to do the best job he could. And I had I walked away from that thinking, I want this lead to succeed because I need to see this more. There is no level of sports. So not just in pro football, do you think any college football leagues because college football does have that booth person up yeah. there they're the ones that start the SEC is the one that started that by the way yeah and and do you think that any of the college leagues will say we're gonna actually record both of these people? And let people hear it to show transparency.
2: I think that it would be up to networks, partially.
1: Uh, No, I don't, because I think Um, every network would want them to do it.
2: But I I do wonder if, like, it's the same thing with the NFL, if you don't want to let those conversations out because... You're trying to mess with people. You're trying to get the better
1: team. You got a Pac-12 situation. Yeah, pretty much.
2: I mean, that's... And for those that don't know what we're talking about with that, the the USC Washington State game where there was just an egregious error and a guy that had nothing to do with officiating called in and told them what the call should be correct to get USC from a the Pac
1: 12 official office yeah not not there i mean i'm sure he's watching the game well, on tv he was TV. watching the game on tv he was but, in the
2: command center but yeah but, but that's yeah it it was no bonkers so
1: i i I would love to see more of that. Like everything, and I've heard a lot of people say this, this is nothing new under the sun, you know, the pace of play is incredible. The not having kickoffs yeah. I thought it was going to be weird. Nope, nope, love it. Nope, doesn't love bother. It. Well, I can't say the, that I the love it. The pace of
2: play is great because I do not, it
1: does not bother me
2: one day. The, the commercials? Yep. Like these games are over in two and a half hours. That's exactly right. It is
1: College beautiful. football needs to do more of this than pro football, by yeah. the way, because it's college football that lasts four or five hours. Yeah. NFL games are three hours long. Yeah, and some can last four. three and a half. They can go four if we go into overtime and something like that. These this thing is in, you're out. Um, but it's not standing around even when you're watching the game. Like the commercials have gone to the NASCAR way of doing a commercial where yeah. we never take a camera off the field.
2: No, it's like it's rarely nonstop. are we
1: going off the field. Like you, you got the little box and the sound goes to the commercial and then it comes back to the field. Um, so no, I love it. I love it. The product, the actual play. Some people have been giving me a lot of guff, Pats fan. You know, you had a nothing, nothing Super Bowl for a long time or whatever. And, and, oh, well, you must like it because there's no scoring. Like, look, the product is going to take a while. Well, okay? it was. They only had guys. a month
2: to practice beforehand. No and, and offensive lines take time to build chemistry. Uh, quarterbacks and wide receivers take time to be able to find uh, that, that, I guess I can say chemistry. I but think
1: the, those things matter. I think the one place where talent level, is just not there. Wide receivers just cannot catch in this league. Yeah, it's... I mean they really they really struggle catching the football, and it makes you recognize the talent that's in the NFL. Oh yeah, I mean you've got you know third and fourth you know you know caliber receivers in the NFL that make all these catches. Oh yeah, and and the, these guys are struggling to make catches, so offense is going to be behind. Um, I've had people criticize because you know if they risk, they, they, oh, sorry, if they blitz or rush six people like it's a defensive penalty, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, that's not." Fo-. Listen, man, if they allowed them to blitz however they wanted to blitz, these would be nothing, nothing games. Yeah, It'd you, you got to give the offenses sometimes to develop into these things. Uh, but but I like what what I see. I think it's going to get better. Um, do you want to talk at all about the potential? that this can take major college football players away. So are the AAF, have that conversation. I, the AAF,
2: I believe is set up to where they are not going to go in and take players out well, of co- somebody made a call to Trevor Lawrence.
1: That's a part of this league. Not, not a part of that this. Is,
2: that is the Pacific pro. Okay. League. The other league. That's, that's, that's Don started. Yee's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the Pacific pro league absolutely wants to take kids out of college. And and some kids maybe out of just straight from high school. So let's say let's um, say a
1: kid from college wants to do this.
2: Wants to do the AAF for Let, Let's just, say
1: Trevor Lawrence says I don't need to play fifteen games in college football for the next two years. And and let's not kid ourselves. The two hundred and fifty thousand dollar salary he's probably making in college. We work under that assumption. Right. But you know what he's not making? And and there's no college player paying under the table stuff happening. When you go to the AAF, nobody's keeping Nike from giving you a hundred million dollar oh, yeah. deal. The Our endorsement Gatorade deal, or because you're not, you're not tied to this. And if I'm Tua tunga or if I'm Trevor Lawrence, and you know you're going to be the number one player overall in next year's draft, I'd be looking at saying, man, getting an endorsement deal would set my family up for life. Yeah. To where if I go play one of these only ten games now, then and, and it I makes am. the
2: league profile better. I oh, think yeah. I I love the idea because I think that it cleans up college football yes. to where you don't have all of the, the Jay Billises and whoever else that's constantly like, ah, all these the, the NCAA unpaid is labor gone. and you know, Jay Billis is not wrong. No, the no, NCAA I'm not saying is he's the wrong.
1: Worst organization in sports. Let's talk about people like FIFA and stuff like that. I yeah. think the NCAA is worse than all those guys.
2: I, but I will say this: like they've got a way that they that they do it, and that they want it done. And if you
1: have players that are better than college, yep. I think Jadavion Clowney after his freshman year, when everyone realizes this guy's going to be a freak, or Marcus Lattimore, or La, but Marcus Lattimore. Well, I don't know that Marcus
2: Lattimore who was the Maurice Claret? No, well Claret, yeah. yeah. But uh, what was the? The running back for South Carolina that was
1: Marcus Lattimore, but that, he wasn't that good. He wasn't good enough. To, Who's that he the was safety
2: great. for uh, the Saints? The
1: Is safety? he Lattimore too? Yeah, there's a there's a Lattimore for the Saints safety. Is but, he Marcus Lattimore though? I don't know. that He's Marcus Lattimore. Holy Lord! So Somebody
2: anyway. on YouTube comment that crap. Look so a, anyway,
1: neither <laughs> help like, me out. Like Marcus Lattimore blew his knee out twice for South Carolina. Like it would have been a great had he come could have gone and done this. But he wasn't that level. I don't know that he's one of the. Oh, he was top hundred percent running backs. He ran forty con- times for two hundred sixteen yards against True. a great
2: Florida team that year. He, I mean, he was like thirteen hundred yards rushing his freshman year. Right, he maybe, was ready well, maybe to just, go, and I loved him. Maybe yeah. maybe I just he was, was just ready to go as freshman. So year. long since I've watched, but him he, play. he blew out one knee his uh, yeah. sophomore year, blew, blew out, out another knee his junior, junior year. year. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, and,
1: and, and so it's just one of those deals. I think this is an option to where if I'm a big time college football player, and I know that my draft stock is set, you can tell me all day long. Oh, but I want to come back and win a championship, man. No, because yeah, but if
2: you're playing at South Carolina, there's,
1: there's no, but even if you're playing at Clemson or Alabama, there is nothing that in let's not kid ourselves; those kids are getting paid. You know the reason. The only reason college players are not fighting to get the only people who want them to get paid are media people that think it's wrong because the kids actually doing it. You never hear guff from them yeah. because they're getting paid too much money. Well,
2: you you do hear guff from people like the broke folks. Well, the the people at Northwestern. Yes, that's st- that actually that's right. filed the lawsuit. That's right because like,
1: because they they are not they getting, are not getting they paid. are not getting six figure deals. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's one of those things. I think this is a good because if you are that elite echelon star, maybe not Nike or Under Armour because the league right now has a deal with Starter, but like Gatorade or Powerade, yeah, Tag Watch. I mean, somebody can come in and throw you
2: major a, a good major dollars million.
1: and say, "Here you go." Yeah, Here, I, nobody I can touch idea. twenty million dollars.
2: Like the XFL has already said that. Yeah, we're probably gonna we're gonna poach some kids. Yeah, and the Pacific Pro League, which.
1: I don't know that all these leagues are going to survive. So, the half league I thought did the worst thing in. You don't want to be first, you want to be right. And when I heard today they didn't have the money, I thought, see, this is the problem. You tried to get it out there too fast and you weren't ready. Yeah. And now your league collapsed. And that was wrong. It was bad reporting. It was bad reporting. But they. I think now they're the ones that are going to survive.
2: They are actually going to survive because they are willing to try all this new stuff. They have set it up when we as a them. as a developmental league. So the Pacific—they're like not league,
1: trying to compete. That's right. The Pacific League and the XFL are now going to be compared to them. And yeah. if you're not as good as them, you're done. Yeah, you're done. We're taking you out back. We're well, shooting and, you in and the head. So we love football. We don't need that much football. The
2: XFL has come out with Bob Stoops. That's right. Right, which is big name, great, all that. We'll but see how that works out. But the AAF is. NFL guys that's right and and it is guys that have the ears of the people in the NFL like if the XFL can come in with
1: staffs like that
2: with with Bill Poland which I know that you don't
1: like that's fine Bill Poland but it's but, a personal argument he is he, respected in the NFL world exactly and, and, and Bill's done you're talking about other guys in this league that are going to be making these decisions right then their voices are respected
2: yes and that's that's what I'm saying is the AAF is respected by the NFL no, it's, I mean the it's, NFL likes it enough that they actually signed a television contract with them. Correct. Like that's that's no. how much this
1: matters. So I'm, I'm very pro this league. I'm now curious to see the other leagues because I don't think there's enough of this pie to go around for four of them to eat. I agree. The NFL will be the monster and somebody will be the kitty table.
2: When the the XFL is set up in in cities that already have NFL and I understand like Atlanta's got a team um so Atlanta's gonna have three of these teams. I mean you got you got San Diego, Salt Lake, San Antonio, Arizona. And Arizona is is set up in uh Tempe, right? I have no Tempe, idea. Tempe, Arizona.
1: I play I pay that little attention to where these guys are from.
2: And they, well they play in uh in Arizona State's stadium.
1: Because yeah. I'm not worried it's about where awesome. they're from. Uh Memphis, I, I like Atlanta,
2: Orlando, Birmingham. Atlanta, like okay, you already got the Falcons. Maybe don't need to worry with
1: Orlando and Jacksonville or the Orlando's like the nicest version of Florida you're going to get. Yeah, and, but Orlando's like great. Like the they play worst, in UCF the Stadium. Big city,
2: it's yeah. it's great. Like what they did with this, like the XFL is in a ton of cities that already have NFL teams. It's I think it's going to be tough to I get agree. people interested. Now, obviously, because it's Vince McMahon, it will be promoted correctly. It will be it'll be put out there, and everybody will tune in the first week to check it out, like they did back in two thousand one. But well,
1: like I did with this, I was ready to crush this.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I was you, ready you to were watch talking. One game. I remember telling you I was excited about it, and you immediately were like,
1: "We're not talking don't, about it.
2: Don't come to me with this crap."
1: That's right. Well, I just I look. I don't. I've seen these things fail. I've gotten my hopes up. I'm not. I'm not doing this. If it's great, I'll tell you. But I'm not. We're, we were not going to try to have an intelligent conversation about it before we saw football. Yeah. before we saw the product because we literally would be speaking just so Gibberish. out of our asses it it's not even funny.
2: I won 4 out of 5 bets that first weekend. I didn't I even try this week because there was on there was such a well one the the totals were so high and I was like they've been practicing a month there is no just way these offenses the are so I, I bet all unders. I lo- the one under that I lost was uh was the Arizona with it was it Salt Lake San Diego whichever one. Um, but because that one was like 38 to 22 and as it was going on, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like what are they scored 60 points? Um, but I hit that and I knew that Memphis was going to be terrible because their offense coordinator quit and I liked Birmingham's defense and you know, I mean, it just, well,
1: I've made, I've made two bets in this league two. I won them both.
2: What, what do go under
1: same no? I'm gonna make the same bet next week. Betting against Memphis. Nope. And I'm gonna make the same bet after that. I'm gonna make the same bet after that. I'm just gonna keep betting on Steve. Okay. okay. I'm just I'm just never gonna stop. That's doing totally that. reasonable. I'm just never gonna stop doing that. I can completely and understand that. If he loses five in a row, it's fine. It's fine. This week. Love that
2: man. So the Birmingham Iron, the Orlando Apollos, the Arizona Hotshots, all two and zero. They're one and zero in their divisions. The San Antonio Commanders, they are one and zero. Uh, in their division, they're one and one. one and one. San Diego Fleet one and one, zero and one in the division. Salt Lake Stallions zero and 0 and one. But Salt Lake at least looks like they got some fight. i was gonna say Salt Lake
1: looks like a decent team. I think the, they've played some tough teams. The two worst teams in the oh, league. It's not close. It's and separated it's by close. six hours.
2: Atlanta Legends and the Memphis Express.
1: We're bad,
2: man. The Memphis Express is it like this offense is now Zach Stacy, the running back, looks great. He looks like Listen. he's back at Vanderbilt again.
1: Anybody. I was texting you and our boys from 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 Northwestern, our, our West Live Power Guys, this weekend. Whoever was in charge of drafting Hackenberg in the Jets, I hope I hope they're fired. And I hope nobody else has picked them up. Whoever yeah. said this is the pick. This guy can't play. No. And there were people that thought, Well, we need to build the team around him. We need to give him an opportunity. Let's not draft a a, a young quarterback yet. Let's not go get Darnold or or whoever they were going to end up with last year. Bad. This guy's bad.
2: Yeah, he's. he's, I mean, I
1: thought, hey, we got the closest thing to an NFL quarterback. He's been on the roster the last couple of years. He's been the guy that all he needed was an opportunity, and they never would give him an opportunity. Nope. Now, part of this
2: is the offensive line is like terrible, and they have not given him an excuse. And they have played Arizona and Birmingham, which
1: pretty good defenses. There was an opportunity. Last week there was a situation twice where he was openly screaming at the coaches. Screaming at them. Now both those times he drove them down and scored a touchdown. He was one of them was on for the two point try. Yeah. After they had just scored a touchdown, he was screaming at the coaches like hatred, yelling, get your shit together screaming. And my thought is this I I this is this is not what I was thinking. If I was one of those coaches, I would knock his ass out. He is not that good. <laughs> no. you Look, there is a level where you can talk to people that way. He's not that level. Oh, he is so far there, from that level. There's nobody in this league that's at that level. You, I agree. You don't do that. And that was, that was firing me up. Lost a lot of respect for Singletary. Yeah. Also, I've seen the product on the field two weeks in a row. That kind of hurts his respect lost as well. uh,
2: lost a lot of respect for Singletary. I there thought too. we
1: had one of the best coaches because I liked Singletary. Well, Maybe it's, he's so, losing it. Defense, yes. Uh, Offense,
2: there was no chance. And uh, and how mummy quitting we'll see, before? We'll see
1: how good his defense is this week. Uh, yeah, I mean he he got to go up against Steve his Papa's coming to town. Woo, head ball coach? Can somebody get him a visor? I know we probably don't have a lot of AF gear out there. He Can we not? Visor. The last two games he's had a hat. Oh, he's been wearing a baseball cap. We need to get him a visor.
2: Yeah, I think you're probably right I don't think the
1: AFT has visors. Some might make him a visor. You think Steve's if maybe I getting was, a bald spot? If I Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, a, no, he's got great hair. But <laughs> but B, th- there's no question. About, if I had like an embroidery shop right now, I would just bootleg off their logo and make it. In make the him, him a visor and just, and just send it, it. To him. i just send him a bunch of them. Just right, like, this is from me. One for the, every game the rest of the I season. Just, I just love you. All the way through the playoffs. This is for 30 years of my life of you just being in it.
2: Good gracious. All right. As always, show is brought to you by Tunica Mississippi. South's premier source gambling destination. Tunicatravel.com, where you need to go for that. Hit subscribe for us. Leave some comments. Tell us what you think about the league. We want to know what you think. All right. College basketball. We're going to talk futures tonight. Come on. It is Tuesday, February the 19th. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Six incredible sports books that you can go and bet on college basketball. Make your way down there, check it out. Before you go down, though, go check out tunicatravel.com. They got all the information on all the sports books. Pick out which one you want to go to, roll on down, put your ticket in, figure out who you want to win the national championship, et etc., et cetera. We will be down there for March Madness for the first round on that Thursday and Friday. We can't announce where yet, but we will. We'll be announcing soon. We can't because we don't know yet. That's we have multiple but, suitors. Yes. We we got one that we think we're rolling with. But we do have multiple people, so we, we'll be down there we'll and we want way. you guys to come and hang out with us, but we'll tell you all about it when we get closer. We're still we're still over a month away. Um Let's jump into uh, do the college basketball season so far. Okay. Now,
1: you always wait until after, basically football season. Yes. Well, even usually later than that. So the last couple of years, I have waited until about a week or two before the conference tournaments start. Before I get into college basketball, and we're we're getting to that point. We're getting to that point. That's right. We're we're Um, there.
2: Now, obviously, I've been I've been betting on it for yeah. For a while since january now i've watched it all season but i've been i've been really keeping up since january i'm not gonna
1: pretend that i have this is a sport that i just what was think. the
2: you texted me about a game and i cannot remember what game it was
1: so i sat down and uh it was a thursday night or tuesday night because it was oh after, it was kentucky lsu after, yeah, it was after, yeah, after yeah, my yeah. kids got out of the swim we got home and everybody's in bed and exhausted and uh and i said i'm i'm gonna watch my boys like LSU, I I follow them on Twitter and stuff like a bunch of people that are LSU people. I know that we're decent this year.
2: LSU's pretty damn good this year. And I know
1: that this is the knowledge that I'm going into this game with. I know that this game is on ESPN for a reason. It's because LSU is playing way better than normal, and Kentucky is always good, and uh, and Rupp Arena's kind of big and crazy and and whatever. It's going to be an exciting game. So I'm like, I'm in. I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch this game from start to finish and I did. And I and I had a good and it's not just that LSU won this game. It's that I really enjoyed the product that I watched. Yeah. So then I stuck around. Got a 2 for that night. Stuck around for Louisville Duke. And man, I got a a blowout by Louisville just rolling on them and then a massive unbelievable comeback by Duke and I thought and you had to watch have Zion I, play.
2: And you have to I watch. missed
1: this all year? Because if I have, college basketball has stepped their game up. I don't think I have, and I think I'm just catching it right in its wheelhouse. There,
2: there has been – so the season has actually been really good. Okay. It's really entertaining. Um,
1: I've we'll, seen all the dunks from Zion. I watch all the morning yeah, sports and shows. And the, the dunks are the, not the – But, I, like, but, I, but I, yes. I know the, the highlights of the season. Yeah. And that's – I mean, you get the gist of it then. Yeah. Um, very much a super casual fan. I'm we'll, gonna watch the big teams. We'll go through and list out the
2: the future odds. Okay. And so this is uh, Action Network posted this, and it's I believe it's from one of the sports books in Vegas. Okay. So the the first team, the best team, lowest odds, whatever. Duke plus one eighty. That's not surprising Ooh. whatsoever.
1: But that, but but one eighty is pretty low though. Oh,
2: it's re- extremely low. I'm
1: I'm gonna bet that when the tournament is seeded and they're the number one overall seed, their odds are better than 180. You you can pay out better than 180 at that point. Oh, that's so. That's actually what I had here. Like, it right. is. I wouldn't re- bet regardless. Them today, of, regardless of who it is, that's not going down.
2: No, that's that's not. No, uh, it is better and more profitable Just because re- what you're doing with this is you are banking on a team to hit 6 games in a row. That's right. It is more profitable to just bet all 6 games to
1: just money line bet your pick for 6 straight games. There is a bet at the sports books ask them about it. Most casinos have it to where you can bet an if and then bet to where you can make one wager and roll it. Yeah. So I mean that's that's, 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 that's a possibility. the best way to do it. Um,
2: number two, Gonzaga is
1: plus seven hundred. I wish so bad when when you showed me that number when we were getting ready to start this. I wish that this was almost like golf, where you could bet them or the field, and then you could I just would, take the field. I would bet against Gonzaga. and I know you'd be paying, that, but I would bet against Gonzaga so bad.
2: I, Gonzaga is actually
1: really good, right? Heard, so one of their losses, I've was, heard this song many times,
2: and they they made it to the national championship two years ago.
1: Was it two or three? And I think and it was two years. Other ago. than that, what have they done in the tournament? Uh, they they typically get beaten early. So and here's so so people think because they don't watch most of the regular season, I don't know college basketball. Listen, college basketball is pretty fun when you get in the tournament time, and, uh, and it's kind of it's kind of it, you can follow it the way I do and follow it just fine. I think here's my deal with Gonzaga: their league in regular season is so bad.
2: It's yeah. When they've they they've won
1: sixteen in, straight games by an average of thirty. points. When they get into the tournament, they get hit in the mouth. They go up against a big boy team, and they can't win. And now, if they I'll, do I'll win, this. they are one they of can't only two win the teams. Next
2: game. They are one of only two teams that has actually beaten Duke this year. Okay. So like, that's that's a pretty big deal. But it's different when you're playing them in like November, or December, right. as opposed to March. I was I was just so, about to say that. Uh, and but yeah, that doesn't so make sense to me. We I haven't talked to you about this. We're gonna bring the wives in. Okay. on the show. Oh, that was bad last year. Uh, well, it's been bad for two years because the wives are now 2-0 and o against us in our NCAA tournament brackets. Uh Mine doesn't
1: even know it's called a bracket? Yeah. She, she calls it her picture? Yeah. Her her basketball picture?
2: But but we will have them in to go over their picks, okay. and we're, we're going to post it on YouTube. They will actually be a part of the show. Oh. I need you to go on and let Amy know about this. We'll see if that works out. Because uh, Jess is like... I've whooped your ass the last two years. I'm getting on that camera. She has, she and has. so I said, "Yes, you have," and I don't know how
1: That's because yeah, you I haven't, know she how. hasn't watched us. It's single, a bracket. Yeah, you I just mean, it's a pick bracket. whatever.
2: Um, but yeah, so Jess is like the wives are getting on camera this year. Okay, and I said, okay, that is that we. I guarantee you that'll be fine. But uh, next up, Kentucky at number three plus one thousand, along with them. You've got Michigan State and Virginia both at plus one thousand.
1: That's I mean plus one thousand is pretty good. Let me ask you a question about Michigan State. So here's what I know about Michigan State by not watching them at all. They've probably were projected to be really good, have lost a few games, people are gonna count them out. They're gonna get into the tournament as kind of a mid seed and then be somebody's pretty popular pick to make it to the final four.
2: Well they Is that gonna happen? They will be yes, that's Pretty much exactly. I mean, they've got two guys that are really good that are injured right now. There are very the few team... people outside
1: of the state of Michigan that love Tom Izzo the way I do.
2: No, I agree with that. Um, they got two guys that are injured. Okay. And they should hopefully be back by conference tournament time. So, we'll see.
1: I mean, this is the most predictable sport there is. Yeah. because well, it's I... like Virginia.
2: Virginia yeah. plus 1,000. It's like, okay, you knew that they were going to be awesome in the regular season. And then once it gets to tournament time, uh, they they'll probably win the AAC or ACC yeah. tournament because they, they typically do that. Uh, now, granted, they they've, they've only they've only lost twice, but both have been two Duke. I was so, say they have to be, um, find
1: a way to beat Duke, or somebody could beat Duke
2: for them because oh, that's, that's entirely true. possible. That's true. So, it, but Virginia will get to the tournament, and then they'll lose to somebody that they're not supposed to because the slow down pace doesn't always work. So, either way. Uh, next up, Tennessee at number 6 plus 1,200. Then you've got Michigan at 7 plus 1,400. North Carolina plus 1,600. And then 9 below gets a little crazy. Is North Carolina
1: good this year?
2: North Carolina is... Do you is, think they
1: can win the national championship?
2: If So, the NCAA tournament's all about matchups, right? That's right. They are good enough if they are in the right bracket and if the right teams get beat, right? So, like... Last year, I, I mean, we had we had Loyola, point. Chicago, and Kansas State playing in, in the Elite Eight last Correct. year. Like, I mean, come on.
1: South Carolina the year before? Yeah,
2: and those are teams that North Carolina could absolutely beat. So, yes. Now, if they have to play good team after good team, they're probably going to get picked off okay. somewhere. But they're still, like, they're really well coached because they
1: always are. Roy well, Williams cool. is great. I know who Roy is. I'm, I love um, him.
2: And they've got talent. Like, they've got some really good freshmen, but they're not, like... Lottery pick. They never
1: get the pub with recruiting like Coach K does, and like Cal does, or even you know any of the other schools. They got
2: a guy that comes off their bench named Leaky Black. That's an awesome. That sounds like a rap name. That's an awesome name. I mean, that is awesome. That's Leaky Black. What's up, Uh, number nine, Nevada plus twenty five hundred. I love that. Nevada's actually they've only lost one game all year. Okay, they are a top ten team. They things I didn't know. They made it to the elite eight last year. They start five seniors. Like okay, I do is, like
1: seniors in the tournament. That's going to help me with making. Yeah, picks and and Eric and Musselman is
2: and now Musselman probably not going to be there next year. He will probably get like the UCLA job or something like that. We'll see. Uh, but Nevada, I mean, they got they got two NBA guys that play on their team. Okay, and it's, that's big it's in, that league. Yeah, in that league.
1: Yeah, in that league, that yeah, you're going to win that league.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kansas plus three thousand. I was trying this to figure is, out
1: where Kansas is.
2: This is bonkers. Look, they got two guys out. Another guy that they were hoping to get back from NCAA eligibility stuff that they that they didn't get back. They are starting like they are starting four freshmen right now, and one of the freshmen they wanted to redshirt. Like he wasn't even good enough to play. Do you redshirt
1: people in basketball? Yes, you can absolutely redshirt people in basketball. But do they? Like, if you get redshirted, are you ever going to see the field or the court? Yeah, absolutely. That's weird. I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's weird, but, like,
2: if you got enough guys on the team and this guy needs more time to develop. They...
1: So my favorite contract stipulation, reward, bonus, whatever you want to call it in all of college sports is a Bob Huggins' deal where every every week – every year he plays Kansas twice. Okay. Or however many times he plays Kansas, there's it could, a bonus. It could be three times. There's there's a bonus in his contract where when he beats Kansas, he gets like a set that's like 60 grand. Like bam. Like every time if you beat Kansas, you get like you get 60 grand.
2: That's crazy. They they so, beat Kansas this year. I know, yeah. that.
1: They, I know that. They beat them. So so I I bet on two college basketball games this year. One of my won, one of my loss and it's both I'm going to I'm going to bet on Huggy Bear against Kansas. That makes sense. If you throw that cheese at him, they show up different. Now, last yeah, they, week, last week Kansas rolled them.
2: Now, I'll tell you this: uh, last That's night, money. last night Kansas State rolled them. It was not good, not good. Uh, they rolled Kansas. No, Kansas State rolled West Virginia last. Well, yeah, week.
1: I don't know that West Virginia is very good. they got uh, no, they they are smoked by Kansas.
2: So not very good at all. Uh, but Kansas is not very good. Like I. I was I'm wondering just, where they were because I don't. But know. They're, they're number ten on here, but it is in name alone. That's right. Like this is not a good basketball team whatsoever. Uh, number eleven, Purdue plus three thousand. I could see Purdue. Like they got scores, they got guys inside. Like they, they play defense. I Matt Painter's a great coach.
1: Like in the tournament, Big Ten teams. I don't know why.
2: I don't know why either. They don't typically make it uh, to the Final Four. I mean,
1: I don't do well on bracket things, but I like the Big Ten.
2: Well, the Big Ten plays like the type of basketball that you and they I grew up watching. They probably
1: cover a lot of spreads, which is why I tend to like them. I bet they're that. underdogs in most of the games that they play. Probably.
2: Uh, number 12, Texas Tech. They are uh, 3, 000, or plus 3,000. Villanova also plus 3,000. Number 14, Iowa State plus 4,000. And Marquette is also plus 4,000. Now... I was surprised that LSU was not listed on this.
1: LSU's twenty and four. Can they win the national championship? I I, mean, I watched them go into Kentucky, and I watched them play tit for tat with Kentucky. I'll tell you this:
2: this coming weekend, Tennessee has to go down to Baton Rouge.
1: Holy crap!
2: We'll we'll see what LSU's made of.
1: So Tennessee and Kentucky are both going to get each other twice, and LSU in like the same week and a half. Yeah. That's tough. That's kind of a tough schedule there, man. Well, but I don't know I mean, that anybody
2: necessarily knew. Usually,
1: no, no. Nobody predicted that she right. would be this good. I don't know that people thought Tennessee was going to be this good. No. And Kentucky's always we the same thing. We would have heard about it around here. If if people thought Tennessee would have been a top-five basketball team, we'd have heard well, about they were, it months so ago.
2: They were a preseason top-ten and in some polls, they were top five, but nobody expected this. We didn't believe it, though. There's no, been, There's no,
1: been no. many a times where you see a preseason poll out, and you're like, all but they, right. They don't have a top 100 yeah, that's right. recruit that's on it. the roster.
2: That's it. Like That's what's so insane about this is, like, what Rick Barnes is doing is— Pretty impressive. Extraordinary. Good coach. Extraordinary. Uh, but, yeah, so that's all that they've got listed for this. I mean, if I had—if you made me wager one of these— I'd probably go... Like, I like the odds on Michigan plus 1,400. Um, I've heard too many people
1: early on in the year say they thought Michigan was the best team in the country.
2: Yeah. Now, Villanova at plus 3,000? Like, yeah, they've had a couple of bad games here in the last week and a half, but... For the most part, if they get hot shooting, they have got a ton of shooters. When well, they know how to win. And they know how to win. And
1: they've, they've been in this thing a lot. I mean, they've won two out of the last three. Plus 3,000 is good odds.
2: Yeah, plus 3,000. I like that. Maybe worth plus 1,400. Yeah. Um, but be smart. Just money line every one of these oh, games. Oh, if you're
1: ever going to take a favorite, yeah, just yeah, bet the just, games.
2: just money line Like, Or even if you're just going to take like Villanova, plus 3,000, yeah. it still would pay more to money line it. Every time. Just take the amount that you were going to put 3000 yeah. Like, say you were going to do $1,000 on Villanova. Like, yeah, that would pay out what? $3,000. $3,000. It'll pay way more if you just money line from Game 1 through Game 6. Yeah, Guarantee you.
1: Well, your first game, if they're a high seed, is going to pay you almost nothing.
2: Well, it'll pay almost nothing, but you take that, add to That's it. That's right. You roll you just, it. If, you, you if you're do, rolling you it over, it. then, yeah. I mean, obviously... You're going to bet more the next time. That's right. You're going to you bet roll. more in the Sweet 16. You're going to bet more in the Elite yeah. Eight and whatever. And then, I mean, you get the National Championship game, whether they're an underdog or a favorite. really doesn't matter. Like, you are going to be fine. Because you are, you are betting more money every time if you win. So, be smart with your money. Take it down to Tunica. Put it on what team you like the most, but wait until the tournament starts. Don't be... I, I'm not going to tell you not to bet on the futures here. But I will tell you, it is a smarter play to wait
1: until the tournament. If you feel like putting money on something like this, Vegas they got just Vegas just doesn't give you good odds. No. and any futures, in any sport. No, they never do.
2: But that's okay. Like, in, in other sports, you don't have to win six straight, right? Like, in the NFL playoffs, yeah, you got to win, like, three straight, yeah. whatever. But in this, it is six straight games. It makes insanely more sense to do that and so go down to tunica go to tunicatravel.com to get more information on their six sports books follow us over at winningcureseverything.com everything you need to know over there go check that bad boy out we're gonna jump into college football futures all right let's jump into college football futures we love gambling we also love football we love we love sports you know who sports. else loves sports? Tunica Sportsbooks. Because they let you gamble on just about anything. You can find more information on their six sportsbooks over at com. Go check that bad boy out. Let's jump in. As of February 8th at the Westgate in Vegas, this is what the odds were to win the national championship in 2019. Right Now, I understand it is, we're in February, it's early, we're still in college basketball season, like we hadn't even made it to spring practice yet. But these are the odds they have laid out. We're going to go through them. Let's go from 15 up to... Nah, you know what? We know what the top teams are. We'll, we'll go backwards. How's that? Clemson 2-1. to one.
1: Just about to say.
2: Not surprising, right? Nope. Uh, now, when we talk about the S P projections here in a little bit, you might be a little surprised by that. But uh, Alabama 5-2. to two, They're the second uh, lowest odds. The third one... Was not the third one before, they were fourth, and then they moved up.
1: Okay. Um, they just moved from four to three. That's
2: yeah. Well, okay. and and even still, they and Georgia still have the same odds. It's it's eight this, to one. It's Ohio State.
1: This is and this is strictly probably betting perspective. You've got an entire state with a large national fan base betting on one team,
2: and Justin Fields Moving is money. well. Not even that. Justin Fields was ruled eligible. And yeah, that's what but, that's what shifted. Okay, that's fine. Um, Georgia eight to one. Okay, I mean, I I could see it. Right, like this is this is supposed to be Kirby's year. Okay, Ohio State at eight to one. I'm a little. I don't know. I mean, I, do
1: we know what to expect from Ryan Day? We have no idea, right? No. Do we know what to expect from the defense? That wasn't good last year. No, I mean they, lost they hired the his coordinator.
2: Uh no, they lost uh Greg, well, they fired Greg Ciano, they lost Alex Greenwich, and then they hired one of Jim Harbaugh's
1: guys. Yeah.
2: Which is a little crazy. Yeah, it's a little weird. A little weird. Did you hear that story? Ryan Day called Jim Harbaugh to ask him if he could interview one of his assistants. Like, normally you just call the school. Yep. But Day called Harbaugh and it's
1: that's a classy move. It's
2: definitely a classy move, I'm but okay like between those two schools, Urban Meyer would have never done that. No, and I don't think Harbaugh would have done that either. No. So it but takes it,
1: balls. Yeah,
2: I mean it's it definitely takes balls. Uh, fifth is Michigan at fourteen to
1: one. That surprise you? No. They're really good defense. Their defense. And Jay Patterson coming. Their back. defensive coordinator didn't take a head coaching job. They're going to be a top five team this year. I thought they were all last year. That, that defense is going to keep them in games.
2: Yeah, yeah you're as right. As long as the
1: same guy's calling defense and they continue to have the talent to be on that side of the football, then then that's not going anywhere. Uh, the next few might surprise you. Okay. There's one team I'm missing that I thought would be in the top. What was that, top five? Top five. No, I guess they're not, but they would be in this next section. If they're not here, I'm going to be shocked.
2: Texas is 25 to 1. Okay. Nebraska.
1: Holy shit.
2: At thirty to one.
1: Wow, really? Yeah.
2: Thirty to wow. one. Wow. Same odds. <laughs> Am as, I missing something? Uh same odds as these other teams. Washington thirty to one, <laughs> Florida thirty to one, Notre Dame thirty to one, and Oregon. So we're
1: talking 1. just just really loving Scott Frost. Yeah. I mean, that just has to be it, right? Oh, that's absolutely it. I mean, they didn't, like, slip and fall and wake up with, like, North Dakota State's national championship team as a roster, right? Like, no. I don't think they're that – are they good? No, it's, it's,
2: they... the, it's the same roster, and uh, the recruiting was – Okay. Like, okay. good, not great?
1: Like, yeah, like – It's oh. it's strange, right? No, that's, I will say that's... this.
2: Like, they got hot towards the end of last season. They won this what? This
1: is one of those – can I bet the field? Can I bet against and just lay a shitload of odds?
2: Well, I mean, you you can bet against in their division. I, I mean, because they I still can't. got Wisconsin, they still got uh, North Northwestern, Western, baby. the
1: reigning yeah. champs of the West.
2: So, I mean, there's there's still teams
1: that you know that's shocking to me.
2: Yeah, Nebraska at thirty to one was bananas because like they they got to fix that defense up pretty well. Uh, Washington thirty one, not surprising. Doesn't Jacob Eason's going to be starting this year. Florida thirty to one.
1: No, that's no, I don't like that
2: either. Now,
1: that's ridiculous.
2: Well, well, that's ridiculous. Maybe I mean maybe it's not. Okay, maybe it's not. Right. Um, but we'll talk about that in the the S and P stuff. Uh, Notre Dame thirty to one. That was a little bit shocking because I felt like they lost a lot on defense.
1: I'm I'm crazy shocked that a big boy school with a big boy budget. A big boy recruiting class and a big boy, the biggest boy coach, paycheck wise, wasn't in the top ten. Well, wasn't in the top eleven. They're not even in the eleven. So who's eleven?
2: Well, eleven was Oregon at thirty to one.
1: Oh, there. So that was eleven. So are are they twelve? Well, let's let's roll through. Okay, Texas A and M. That's it. Forty to one. That's somebody I thought. You're talking about just how odds work fan bases. It's all about betting perspective. It's not really always how they think it's gonna wash out. I cannot believe Nebraska was like
2: 30th? 30 to one. No, they were seventh. Seventh. Well tied for seventh, okay. Right? So and and A and M is forty is to one. 12. behind Oregon, Florida, Notre Dame, Washington and Nebraska.
1: I would Notre Dame might be the only other one that I would give an opportunity I, I, to.
2: I'll tell you this, because you haven't looked at the schedule yet. I haven't looked at anything. You're right. A and M schedule is brutal. Okay, they play. They play Georgia the week before they play LSU to end the season. Okay, that's tough. So and then and then if they were to get to the SEC championship They'll
1: game, Replay Georgia or Florida, probably. Yeah.
2: So. I mean it. It is unless my fighting must champs have a it chance. Is, it is brutal this season. Their schedule that's did not, not set probably. up well. They also play. At Clemson this year, like t- Texas and m is tough. All right,
1: all right. This is not the year to go all in on Jimbo. No, no. Okay, I have. You're right. I have not even thought about the next year's schedule.
2: So, we, and but we will get there. Okay. We're gonna be doing a whole lot of That's, preview stuff this year. That is
1: brutal, man.
2: Yeah, I mean they they you know got to go to. And here's what's crazy and, though.
1: You take all of those games right there. If they just go 500, they ruin two team season. Oh yeah. I mean they don't win it, but they take two. But they people take it away from somebody else. Them.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, they, they got Alabama coming to Caulfield.
1: That's that's But they got to go to Baton
2: Rouge. Two I believe Clemson. they got to go to Athens. And, and then to Clemson. And then oh, two Clemson. that is yeah. a
1: three-game. No, I'm sure they don't play those back-to-back-to-back, but it didn't no, 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 Those they, three
2: road games? Clemson is the second weekend of the season. Alabama's okay. right in the middle. And then Georgia and LSU, I believe, are back-to-back.
1: Oh, all it's, right. It's that's, bad juju. That's why Jimbo's got such a big odds. Yeah. All yeah. right.
2: Uh, Wisconsin at sixty to one. I'd still
1: take them over Nebraska with that schedule. Yeah.
2: Uh LSU sixty to one and Auburn sixty to one. I was surprised at LSU sixty to one. They return the quarterback, they return the running back, they return the receivers. They they return a lot of guys yeah, this year. It doesn't matter. Um they know that they, go they, they know that
1: we can't beat Bama.
2: Gotta go to Bryant Denny this year. Yep. Uh Auburn at sixty to one is a little intriguing,
1: the fact that they don't have a quarterback though. Gus, uh, nev- I never worry about Auburn's quarterback situation with Miles on. Uh, I'm not an Auburn fan, so I'm not the guy that wants Malzahn gone constantly. I think he's a really good coach. Yeah, and and I I like his offenses for the most part, and I never worry about the quarterback situation.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. He's uh, gonna
1: find one, and they're gonna be really good
2: teams that were not on this list that should have made a list that that should have that should have been on okay. here. I think. Uh, Oklahoma, like they didn't even list odds. Oh wow! Um, I mean, they got Jalen Hurts at quarterback, and they got like a lot of talent. There's on no offense.
1: reason they should not still win the the Big Twelve.
2: I, I mean, it depends on Texas, Texas right? That's it. So, You're right. But, You're
1: right about that. You're right. About, but outside of that, like, I there's mean, nobody do else. We, that's do gonna... we see Oklahoma State this being the year that they make that leap? No. I mean, I you know, is TCU going to turn things around? I you know, I don't know. I don't but, know either. I, I, uh, I can't imagine why they wouldn't make the, this list.
2: I was uh, I was a little surprised they didn't have anything for um, Penn State. Now, Penn State obviously replacing quarterback and I whatnot. I to say, didn't they replace
1: uh, Trace McSorley? McSorley, yeah.
2: Um, Missouri, Utah, South Carolina, like mm-hmm. all these, no, no chance for those guys. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State was not on it. UCF was not on it.
1: Yeah, that's
2: fine. Uh, a little, I mean, it was just kind of surprising that it's, it's really limited to like fifteen teams.
1: Can you see anybody outside of these fifteen teams that actually can win it?
2: I mean, aside from Oklahoma, no. But no, I, I no, don't Oklahoma's
1: think, Oklahoma's legit. That's, I don't that think shouldn't, that, they shouldn't have been. Nebraska absolutely should be punted into the sun.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the Nebraska. Well, I'd have
1: Iowa on here before I'd have Nebraska. Well, I mean, Kirk does. is a, a grown ass man.
2: No, you're right. You're right, and Nate you, Stanley's you pushed, coming back.
1: You 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 doubt Kurt Ferrance? That's
2: he made you he, a lot of money last year. He certainly did. He towards the end though, he started losing me some. That's he fine. Was,
1: that's fine. But it's it, okay, it's but he made a lot early. It's part of the game.
2: Um. But yeah, like I,
1: Iowa, every now and then has one of those seasons where, if everything right, just right breaks out. right now just not knowing anything about these teams other than what we know already. So we haven't seen spring practice. We don't know what their freshmen are going to look like. We don't know any of that stuff. We know what the teams looked like last year, and we're assuming, you know, 80% of it's coming back. You would have Iowa over Nebraska to win that conference right. Yeah. Okay. That's Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like that's what I'm saying. I don't think Iowa belongs on this list, but that's but how Nebraska far, show That's how far back Nebraska list. does but we're going to get some Nebraska hate. Yeah, and that'll be okay. Oh, yeah, uh, but but I'm, I'm not afraid of that.
2: But but Nebraska, like it, now, part of this might be so many people like betting on them.
1: That's it. I wonder, is it because just they got really hot at the end of last a season? A lot of Adrian people Martinez, pumping money in them, and now we got to put them on the board.
2: I mean that that might be it. I mean, you remember the Raiders uh, last year or two years ago, whatever, got so much love. They were like the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. Didn't even make the playoffs. No, no. Like it had it had no prayer. Changed coaches. Like, all that kind of mess. It was a disaster. But it's, you know, when when people pump money in, it obviously changes the odds. Nebraska is not the seventh-best team in college football. Uh, I'm Now, really, now watch, them, so watch ex- them go out and go I was undefeated. so excited and about all
1: this. A&M this year, and then, then I didn't realize they had to play. And then I told you their schedule? Georgia and Clemson. That sucks.
2: Well, and then, I mean, they still got Auburn that's coming to well, college. Well, they've, they've got
1: the rest of the SEC. That's their yeah. normal schedule.
2: But they got Georgia and Clemson Georgia and, and Alabama Clemson. and and going too better. Alabama,
1: LSU, Auburn. That's all part of it. Old Miss will. Do well, something it, weird. See, State might be good. Part of it know.
2: is like so many road games, right? That's it. Like at Clemson, at Georgia, at LSU. Yeah,
1: those those three just those, just those Ooh. three. If those are the only three games you play on the road, that that ain't fun.
2: That's that's not fun at all. Uh, yeah, so that that wraps up the college football national championship futures. Leave your comments below. Tell us if we missed somebody. It, I mean, should Boise State be on this list? Should no. should, <laughs> should UCF be on the list? Probably, probably not. Probably. probably
1: not. Yeah. I mean, even but, but even but hang on, UCF should be on this list more than Nebraska. No, I don't. I mean, listen, I know I had some Texas people hating me. Yeah, but there's no reason for Nebraska to be on this list. No, you you're probably right. You probably. I right. like and no, I like Scott Frost. But come on, man. If you like any of these,
2: go down to Tunica. to do. Put your bets in. Tunicatravel.com is the place to find more information about their six sports books. You can find more information about us, our previews, our picks, our daily podcast, uh, our YouTube stuff, everything else over at com. Help your boy out. Share the show out. Leave some comments. All right, here we go. College football initial SP Plus projections. Now, I don't think we're going to do this for like ESPN's FPI and all that kind of stuff, but like the S and P Plus, pretty good against the spread. It is a realistic number that it, that projects for the future, like how good these teams are actually going to be. Like it it accounts for everything as far as successful plays, where their defense and offense rank, like okay. everything all into one. So, uh, as always, show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. South's Premier Sports Gambling Destination. They got six incredible, wonderful sports books. We love them all. Go check out more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. What goes into the SNP Plus? This is Bill Conley from SB Nation's uh, projection system. It's his analytical system. It is. I mean, it's been really good. Really good. Uh, there are three things that go into the initial one, right? The weighted four year recruiting rankings, returning offensive and defensive production, and then recent history, which is five years ago up until the year before last. So it doesn't take your like your last season. So like Kentucky going ten and three last year, that's that right. was kind of the outlier. That's right. It's not gonna take as much from that because obviously part of that's brought into returning production and whatever. But it weighs more in on, you know, your your overall history over the last five years. So, would you prefer I start from 30 back to one? I mean, they, they, there's a little shocking stuff at the top. Um, I mean, there's some shocking stuff. How about this? I, I'll give you uh, interesting teams that are outside the top 30. Cool. I've only got three of those. Number 107 was Kansas. They're the second-to-last ranked Power 5 team. Do you, can you tell who the last Power 5 team is?
1: Is it an SEC team? No, it is not. Oh, I was about to go. It is so far from an SEC team. That I'm, that I'm really glad I didn't, I didn't say this team, their fans would crush it is, me.
2: It is miles away from an SEC okay, team. Then I have no idea. Rutgers. Oh, I should have known that. I, knew <laughs> I thought that. you would because of your oh, your yeah. disdain for them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, that's but Kansas, I don't even think
1: of them as a Power Five team. Les Miles,
2: not a lot of recruiting, you know. weight, no. not a lot of recent history. Not a lot of uh, uh, returning production. Like no. Les is starting over. Yes. Which, by the way, did you read the article about him that Ross Dellinger did? No. I'm where he's say. he's gone vegan now. So okay. It, I d- okay. Well, kind of vegan. It's a kind, of, yeah. He's a what do they call it? It's a. Uh, I know the a gist of it. Flexitarian or a he's fle- oh flexitarian. Flexitarian.
1: He said he said I eat vegan unless there's chicken. Yeah. And then I'll eat the chicken. Yeah. Unless there's like beef, and then I'll eat the beef. So so you you eat vegan if there's only vegan food around. Yeah. But if there's anything else around, you'll eat that yeah, too. He, he doesn't want to like, be rude. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: So I, it, it was great. It's yeah, a great I don't want to article. Be rude either. And so that's Sports Illustrated at. Ross Dillinger did a fantastic piece.
1: I think he's having fun with this. Uh, you know how and, I feel about last. Oh, I know. I hate that he's stuck at Kansas, but I hope he has a good time with it. Well, I think don't take it too seriously. Don't worry about wins. If and it losses. doesn't work at Kansas,
2: AAF probably got you a job. Man, he I'd should, love be, that.
1: He should be there anyway. Come to Memphis. If he came to Memphis. We might be talking like stalkerish. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm not denying that. No, I'm just I de- saying I can understand it. I can understand it. I wouldn't like hurt him. I wouldn't like hold him hostage. No, you just I mean, it, it enjoy would it. all be in love, of but, course. Of but course. I would be around a lot.
2: Uh, number eighty in this was Army.
1: Man, they were like really good last year. They were year. eleven
2: and two last year, but They're, their their successful numbers, their uh, explosive plays, all that kind of stuff, like. Throughout the season. Anybody see the history game? It, well, exactly. <laughs> um but they I, I don't think they're returning production. They're okay. recruiting, all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, yeah. yeah.
1: Their recruiting numbers are gonna be terrible. Yeah. Um I have Recent no idea re- from five years th- back because they've That's been good for three years now? Good is a relative term. They've been better than they have been the last three years. I mean last year they went last, eleven and two. Last year they were good. The two years before last year they were Better than they have been. Yeah, I wouldn't have called them good.
2: And then the two years before that, they were three and eight. They and were so, garbage. So yeah. So with Army being uh, eleven and two last year, and the recent history being five years ago until the year before last, That's right. like I can I can kind of see it. Uh, They'll outperform that. I I believe that. They'll I outperform do believe that. that. Uh, number thirty five was Texas. Whoa. Who who was your number six best odds or I guess lowest odds to win the national championship?
1: Listen, all those Texas people sending me hate mail. You sent to Godfrey.
2: Uh, they already did that. Not not Godfrey Conley. This Con- is Conley's oh, name. Oh, listen, okay. Um, all right, but but yeah, don't send te- to Godfrey Texas yet. people have been irate about this. Uh, along with smile. along with UCF fans, and we'll get into that. We'll, we'll go thirty on back. How's that? Come on, um, number thirty. We got Virginia Tech. That doesn't surprise me. It kind of surprised me because of how many people they lost to transfers and how bad the defense was last year. Oh, you year. thought but they'd
1: be lower than this. I thought they'd be lower, but... Oh, yeah, but that wouldn't shock me either.
2: And their um, recruiting was not, you know, off the wall great this year. Like, it, it, it seems like Virginia Tech was kind of trending in the wrong direction. That's right. But... I Man, could, we want I could,
1: Fuente to be so good, though,
2: don't we? I, I could 100% see them bouncing back because last year they were so young on defense. I could I could see them being really good on that side of the ball this year. Still have so. a few flops here and there, but, you know. Uh, number 29, USC. Okay. Uh, I think Graham Harrell, the new offense coordinator, is going to be really good. He came from North Texas. I like him, you know. Okay. okay. Uh, but I mean, Chip. Like, if if he don't win this year, like, is is done? Well, is this, complete. Is Clay, not Clay? Oh, sorry, Clay. Whoa, yeah. Chip's
1: probably not in the top thirty.
2: Chip, uh, no, didn't make the top thirty. No, no, not not even. I, I would have guessed it. Not even
1: a snip. Just just guessing.
2: Uh, no, Clay. If he don't win this year, it it's it's trouble, big time trouble. Uh, number twenty eight is Florida State.
1: I'm surprised they are in the top thirty
2: it did not surprise me because of the weighted four year recruiting rankings okay the recent history which is 5 years ago until the year before last all right and returning offensive and defensive production yeah but i'll tell you this florida state going to underperform this yes i i would no, guarantee no, that no i mean I'm they bet. they lost deandre françois
1: going to bet against this they got one scholarship quarterback
2: yeah one yeah that is bad. insane It's going to be bad. Number 27, Central Florida. Okay. Sound about
1: right, you think? For the way this contraption works, yeah, that's what I would guess.
2: Number 26 is Memphis.
1: (laughs) Now you're like, okay. The fact that those two are back-to-back does not surprise me at all. No, They virtually have had the same season except for the last two years, except for Central Florida has beaten Memphis.
2: Yeah, I mean, since but, Florida's but 4-0 way, against Memphis. the way they
1: recruit is pretty equal. The way they play out of conference has been close to equal. Yeah,
2: returning offensive and returning, defensive yeah, production.
1: I, I would venture to say they are, there's no doubt that they, they should be right next to one another. Yeah.
2: Memphis uh, would I have— I wonder if,
1: like, a if, big recruit pushed Memphis over the top.
2: I would not doubt that. They. they I don't know who didn't. that
1: could have been or would have been, but I wonder if— I yeah, don't, know. I don't know the answer to that. Who knows? No, you know what? Who's probably going to hurt them? Returning offensive production, losing McKinnon, and McKenzie Milton. Yes, and then McKenzie. That's it. And then Memphis bringing back almost everybody. Yeah, that's that's got to be what. I don't know. I mean,
2: Memphis. uh, Memphis lost uh, Daryl Henderson, so I mean that's a lot of yards. No, that's massive. So I don't know. Like I think Memphis has done a better recruiting job over the last five years. Um, Milton just has to be worth more. Well, I guess the the recent history, like five years ago, like,
1: well, yeah, Central Florida was zero and twelve. Or the, how many years whatever, ago it
2: was? Yeah. Uh, that was four years ago. That's so, within maybe. the five year window. That that probably makes sense. Um, Iowa at twenty five.
1: Okay, I like that. The, that feels pretty you, good. You know how I feel about them.
2: Yep, Boise State twenty four.
1: That doesn't surprise me, but I don't think I'll think they will perform mm-hmm. that.
2: Um, I could see them being in the top twenty five. Maybe. Okay. Like Fresno State, uh who who was the Mountain West champs this year, no, like they okay. lose everybody right. this they'll, year.
1: They'll be in the top twenty five. Okay, you're right. And so uh, I miss, immediately equate will they be better than Iowa? Uh you know who That's Boise State my mind.
2: You know who uh who Boise State opens their season with? No, is it a big boy? It's a big boy. Who? Florida State.
1: They're gonna win In that game. Jacksonville. They're gonna win that
2: game. I I think they probably will money that early the the man. opening and we'll do a video on this but the yes. opening weekend or really opening two weekends of yeah. college football this year outstanding it's good they really did a good job this year i wish there were more home and homes i mean that we always Boise do.
1: state florida state game is going to be crap yeah
2: but it's it's going to be big fun to watch the uniforms state.
1: it's good it's big for Boise state
2: well and it and it's not in tallahassee it's in jacksonville Doesn't which matter. is i mean it's tallahassee east That's but fine. like whatever uh michigan state at 23 that's we haven't talked about this. That, that was the me. weirdest thing ever, what D'Antonio did. He took all the guys on the offensive staff and kept them all, and just like reshuffled their position.
1: Yeah, everybody's coaching somebody different. Like, look, man, I, 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 I,
0: ride.
1: I know you ride with D'Antonio. I, with I, I, I know. I you know. got to gotta take the good with the bad. You got to take things you can't explain.
2: I ride with D'Antonio. Here's another guy you ride with, twenty-two Oklahoma State.
1: Oh, well,
2: Mike like Gundy. Gundy.
1: I do like Gundy.
2: You you think they'll be back to? I mean, they they got to replace the quarterback. I, I
1: want them to be better because the Big Twelve is just more fun when there's something to talk about other than Oklahoma just bulldozing everyone.
2: Well, and and now that Texas is back, it's like Oklahoma Texas, and like Matt Rule at Baylor should be fun, and uh, the new guy from North Dakota State at Kansas State, like it. Kansas State. That's gonna take some time. That's gonna take time. That's gonna take time. Uh, Neil Brown at West Virginia. Like I think no, he's okay, gonna be no, really good. Yeah, I think he could be good quick. Um, but it, but they replace Will Greer. Like they replace yeah. a whole lot on that that's team. All right. I mean, it's okay. Texas Tech. Like the, the, Matt the, Wells. I think is gonna do well there. But, mm, eh.
1: that's hard to say.
2: It's. I mean, it's defined. Do well. It, I mean, six and six. I mean, I think I think he could shock some big boys and I mean it's 7 and 5 is not out of the realm of possibility down there but yeah, yeah 5 and 7 is typically what they've been so yeah. but but they will be competitive and they will play team stuff um at off Oklahoma State number 21 Tennessee
1: that's a lot higher than I would have guessed
2: uh I think Tennessee's going to be really good
1: this year I, you know how I feel about that I want them to be
2: they, they've got a lot of returning production.
1: The SEC has not been the same since they're, they have they're been recruiting for a long time.
2: Oh, yeah. Their recruiting has been really good. Uh, they got Jim Chaney from Georgia. Like, yeah, this is – I think Tennessee's going to have a pretty good season. Number 20 is Oregon.
1: Uh, so, do we really believe in Oregon? Because their betting odds are, are are up there. And then the S&P's got them in the top 20. I um, mean I, – So, I, I did – more so are they when they now they were turning uh what's his name Justin Herbert he's not going to the draft no
2: he is not going to the draft That's big. Um, but they they fired Jim Levitt which was a strange move but like people that are in the circles know like the Cristobal and Levitt did not get along well because yeah. Levitt does not do a good job being an assistant coach like he was a head coach for so many years it he is tough he didn't take orders well yeah, he just wants to do his own thing, and Cristobal like has a vision for this program. So uh, Oregon's got talent. I think part of it might have been like they had a top ten recruiting class this year, and maybe maybe because the Pac twelve is going to be a little down. Maybe It surprise me. Um, so Oregon at twenty, number nineteen, Miami. Manny Diaz's first year. He's got Dan Enos, Alabama's quarterback coach at OC. Uh, they brought in Tate Martell. I believe Tate Martell is going to be ruled immediately eligible, eligible because yep. everybody totally. else in the free world is. I mean, Miami could be good if Martell is good. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. They okay. they lose some guys, but, man, the chemistry on that team was weird last man, year. But
1: you're talking about a first year, first-time head coach. He's just going to make mistakes. You know how I feel about that.
2: Yeah. Number eighteen, South Carolina.
1: No way. Yeah, Fighting
2: eighteen. Uh, I mean, they bring back. Uh, uh, they bring back Jake Bentley. Debo's gone, but defense. Uh, it was young last year. It's going to be
1: more experienced this year. I would. I, I'm not going to be upset. I've been. I've been riding Must Champ for too long.
0: I'll tell you this: I'm not Can't picking him to win now. the East this year.
1: Well, no, I probably won't do that. I, I felt Out like eight. now. Listen, I might do that. <laughs> I might do that.
2: <laughs> uh, number seventeen, Utah. Whoa,
1: now that's a that's a lot higher that's, than I was that's expecting. Up
2: there, uh, but I think I think Tyler Huntley comes back. I think, uh, I think they're going to be pretty good. I mean, it, it, look, Kyle Whittingham always has a good team. He always finds a way to make them eight and four, nine and three, something like that. They won the division for the first time ever last they play year. They
1: Tougher physical football than most Pac-12 teams do.
2: And because they do that, and they the Pac-12 beat, is so down... They can
1: beat Pac-12 teams.
2: Yeah. Yes, they can. Number 16 is uh, Missouri.
1: That's shocking no, we'll
2: to We'll see what happens with the bowl ban and all that, because I would imagine that'll probably be overturned. I take that back. I have no idea if that's going to be overturned. It, under normal circumstances, no, because the analogy is... You're asking your parents to unground you right after they grounded you. But because of the situation and because of how egregious this looked and whatnot, like, I could see them taking the bull band off and just like giving them a financial penalty something like that. I, I could see a multitude of ways that this could possibly go. But Missouri at 16, they got Kelly Bryant from Clemson coming in at starting quarterback. So they've got an experienced guy back there. Are you
1: shocked that Bryant went to Missouri?
2: I was insanely shocked
1: I can't believe that happened
2: i I like, could like did
1: somebody's daddy get a job uh or no of something like that's weird to me no that he, he would leave Clemson for Missouri
2: here's the reason he said he wanted to go there uh he felt like he could be better prepared for the NFL under Derek Dooley in that bunch which
1: all those shocked years, me all those years coaching for the Cowboys I guess Derek Dooley got some NFL pool I guess i I don't know that that makes very little sense to me, but fifteen was Washington. Okay, that's I'm, I'm that
2: makes with that perfect one. sense. Like anywhere from ten to twenty yeah. for Washington would have th- been. I think
1: Chris Peterson's one of the top five or six best coaches and, and in they, all of college football. They lose some guys. That's right, but they're getting some guys. But I, mean, I, I mean, think Easton's good. I mean, uh, Easton's Eason, going to be real good.
2: Easton's really good. His decision making at Georgia was a little. He was young. He was a
1: true but, freshman. What do we know about his decision making? Yeah, I guess you're he was right. eighteen. We, yeah, you're right. He's got. He was. Jesus. Does he have three years left? He should. He only played one. I thought he played. I think he was a true freshman, and then next year Fromm came in and took his job. Now he might he might have lost that second year because he played some and Fromm played some. No, he
2: he only played the first game. He got hurt, and then he got hurt. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll do some research on that. Uh, Penn State at fourteen. Got to replace I, that quarterback. I didn't See
1: what the offense looks like.
2: Yep, got to replace that quarterback. Thirteen Texas A&M.
1: Yeah, I was, I was real chesty on them for a while, and then I saw their schedule.
2: Yeah, schedules, schedules bad. I don't know that I'm going to let that scare me. Like this, this team could be eight and four and be one of the like five best top, teams in the yeah, country.
1: Yeah, no, they could be like a top two or three team in the country and, and be and, eight and, be, and four. And be, and be yeah, eight and four, nine and three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they can finish nine and three and legitimately be the third best team in college football.
2: Yeah, number twelve, Notre Dame. Ian Book comes that back. Me uh, they they got a lot of guys back. They they did lose some dudes on defense, but they I mean their coaching staff is back intact. Like they, they got embarrassed in
1: one game, and that team then went on to embarrass Alabama. Yeah, it well that's, embarrassed everybody for that. But that's what I'm saying. Season. Like like we all stood up and screamed. They should have never been allowed in this tournament,
2: and, yeah.
1: and then we were like, "Well, so are we just not going to allow Alabama to be in the tournament because they just did the same thing they did no day." Yeah, Cle-
2: Clemson last year was a, a different level. So that
1: uh, we all collectively owe an apology, and I am not going to wash them off of what they did last year.
2: Number eleven, Wisconsin.
1: They have better fix the fumbling problem.
2: Well, fix the fumbling problem and and just. The overall feeling around the program last year was bad. Strange,
1: you know. I love Wisconsin.
2: They got out Wisconsin by, by BYU. Everybody. They they got destroyed by Minnesota. They, I mean, it was just it was bad all the way around. It
1: was, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah, it was one it was game I enjoyed watching one, and that was the Miami Wisconsin bowl game. Yeah, that's it. Uh, number ten, Mississippi State. I was curious how high they were going to be because they lost all. Uh, lot on defense
2: but they lost Nick Fitzgerald on offense which I think would actually be like uh, addition by subtraction it's addition
1: by subtraction in our world but in this computer algorithm that doesn't think like that yeah their offensive production is gone and their defensive production is gone
2: yeah uh well that's some of it so like their defensive line production is gone yeah but linebackers and secondary they are back uh but they were young. Uh, they you they were young the, last did you, year. Did you see the secondary? I know. I'm glad know. they're back. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, I would imagine you are. You're an <laughs> LSU fan,
1: absolutely. <laughs> they uh, they couldn't stop many people.
2: Keaton Thompson, I think, is going to be much better at quarterback for them. I think Moorhead, second year in the offense, is going to look much better. You would hope. I'm. Otherwise, gonna, they, I'm.
1: They, I'm standing on this that if Neil Brown comes out swinging it is justification for athletic directors to be fired. I could see that. I could see that.
2: Number 9 Michigan.
1: Okay, kind of low I thought.
2: It's where I they, think they're going to be. They did lose a lot of guys I, to the NFL.
1: I was just about to say, I think they lost a lot. I trust them to still be good, but but based on this and if it goes back 5 years, then then they they haven't been that great. So their last 5 year trend wouldn't wouldn't put them much higher than this. Yeah. Wouldn't give them any reason to put them high at all.
2: No, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, That's number, about where they are. No, number eight, no, Auburn.
1: Okay. That does not surprise me.
2: Uh, recruiting really helped out Auburn a lot. Um, and, I mean, five years ago it was.
1: I think everywhere, every one of these numbers, they lost a quarterback.
2: Yeah. It, which.
1: I don't know how again, much offensive better, production that was, though.
2: It but Not much for them last year.
1: Gus runs the football.
2: And and well, but he couldn't last year, and that's what's crazy. I know that? But I, I think Gus calling plays this year, like I think you know. Now, obviously, this formula doesn't take any of that into uh, no. consideration. That's right. Number seven, Ohio State.
1: Okay, I'm all right with that. Seem a little low?
2: No, I mean uh, recruiting, returning and uh, returning offensive and defensive production, recent history. I felt like Ohio State would be up like way top four ish.
1: I don't know. I felt like them in Michigan. I really do. I know that they blew Michigan out of the water. I think them in Michigan aren't a whole lot of different. And yeah, you might be right. And and, and and Ohio State fans will hate that, but I don't. I mean, if I if I'm okay with Michigan being nine or ten, if I would have guessed, I would have probably guessed Ohio State six or seven.
2: This is where it starts to get a little crazy. Okay. Number six is Florida. Man. Yeah.
1: When we saw the odds earlier in Florida was so high, I thought, I think that's high. Is Mullins that good? Am I undervaluing Dan? I think he might be a little bit. I'm not trying to. I know he's a good coach, but this is different well, to a good coach.
2: We have always, like... And doing something this we, big. We've thought about Florida a certain way since McIlwain got there. But I think it, a lot of... Okay, so the the National Championship odds, I think some of that had to do with them just... Boat racing, Michigan, yeah. but also Felipe Franks. Like he turned Felipe Franks into a good quarterback in the second half of the season. Correct. So, does Florida have enough talent to be able to compete with like Georgia? I mean, that's really who they need to compete with, like LSU. In the East, that's right. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, in they, the
1: in the SEC, they've got to beat Florida or Georgia, and they've got to beat LSU.
2: Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you got South Carolina and Kentucky got them last year, and Missouri got them last year. Well, if, but we like,
1: think, if we think Tennessee's going to be better. This is why I just, this shocks me.
2: Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, I think
1: all of those other teams are getting better. And I don't know that, I'm not saying Florida got worse, but I don't know that Florida got that much better.
2: Number five was Oklahoma.
1: Man, I, I, they're lower than I thought. But how much lower? are you putting on college? I mean, I'd have thought that would have been up there, man. Last five year trend. Recruiting has to be strong for the last God knows how long. Yeah, but I mean Oklahoma's
2: then, had like you can't say two top classes so in the last four. Like, they've
1: lost offensive production because yeah, I mean they, they lost repl- their last two quarterbacks they, and they but they just replace it with another dude that wins the Heisman Trophy and competes for national. Yeah, Carolina. I
2: mean they they got I think uh, Rodney Anderson's coming back at running back next yeah, year. Like, I don't
1: think they lose a lot else outside of Kyler, and I know Kyler's a big deal. And they got Jalen coming in. Yeah, but Baker was a big deal and it didn't matter. No, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm shocked. I actually thought they would be, when you said we're getting a little crazy, I thought maybe the stigma would be that Oklahoma would be five or six, and I thought they might be one or two or three.
2: Number four is LSU.
1: Holy shit. Really?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. All right. Yeah, I mean they, they return the quarterback, they return that uh,
1: just they return basically everybody. The the, the right? downside of returning everybody is our offensive line is not good enough to beat but to block the but big they but they got another year
2: fronts. to get better. Right.
1: At some point in time those other guys are just they're getting better too, and they're already better.
2: I mean Alabama's entire defensive line basically was gone. So like
1: and Mississippi State is, too. I guess those are the two that I was scared of. Florida's yeah. what about them? They push us around pretty
2: Florida hard. got two guys that are leaving. So Okay.
1: All right. I mean Maybe you, you the see, guys that they couldn't block aren't gonna be there. So those are the three teams that pushed us around up front. Yeah. Like just pushes us around. That state it didn't matter, and then the other ones it did.
2: Number three, Clemson.
1: Holy cow. Well, okay, Clemson's losing the farm on defense, I bet.
2: And they lose a lot oh, on, on offense. Oh, on offense.
1: Oh, they're losing skill guys.
2: And, and offensive line.
1: Yeah, okay. That doesn't surprise me. Everything else, Clemson's doing and great. And if you look at their so recruiting there's rankings. Three. There's still three, by the way. If, yeah. But the only reason they're not one or two is because they they might have, like, 12 guys drafted in the first two days of the draft.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's pretty nuts. I mean, really? Uh, Georgia at two.
1: That's yeah, okay. And then that, that makes
2: sense one. in the Alabama yeah. number one.
1: Yeah, that that's what I thought would so be the, one The Clemson two and three. recruiting
2: stuff also weighs them down a little bit because they don't have the, the top five classes. That's right. They are yeah, I remember Like that. They, they, always, they bring in some five stars and then they just kind of fill out the rest. That's
1: right. Man, that's that's a little nuts. Um Florida at six was super surprising.
2: LSU at four, a little surprising. That was
1: real surprising. Not just a little surprising, really surprising to me.
2: Ohio State was lower than I thought. Uh, Michigan, lower than I thought. Uh, Although Michigan does lose a lot. Ohio State does lose some. Outside of Um, Bosa, I
1: thought LSU is losing the best defensive player in football.
2: Wisconsin seemed kind
1: of high at 11. No, I do think that's high. But if if we take last year and say last year is an anomaly – because you're looking at their five year trend. Yeah, their five year trend says, and that's part of it. But, but remember, wheelhouse.
2: Wisconsin's recruiting though isn't like. But it's never crazy. been good.
1: It's never been good. But yeah. they're but
2: they're returning production. They, I mean, they're they, bringing back everybody. Yeah, other than They've been them. able
1: to do what they've done over the last five years. If you're only going to look back five yeah. years, they've been able to do that white clockwork with the exact same recruiting. No, I mean you're right. So you were absolutely right. Uh. That's going to wrap I, up? Our... I like I like this S&P. Um, well,
2: yeah, because it, it only looks at the analytics. Yeah. Only looks at the numbers, right? So, if you're just looking at numbers, it kind of gives you an idea of this is where this team should be, and then you can match that with the coaching. Because this doesn't take coaching into consideration. This just takes the the actual analytical
1: numbers. I would like to try to find a way to do a game where we pick, like, Five, Northwestern does something like this, but like five of these teams each. You can't pick the like I draft a team; they're off the board. You draft yeah. them over, and who underperforms and overperforms compared to this when the season starts? Well, when we when we do projections, so like my number one pick would be like maybe Florida State.
2: Who underperforms? There, I, I think they're going
1: to. I think they're going to be X amount of positions down more than team would be up or down any. We could do that. And if there's like a team that's not on this list at all that you think will finish well, I mean, really that, high. so so if all you think 130 UCF,
2: teams are ranked. Yes, I know that. So, so if you
1: think UCF will finish in the top five again, then they would be a number one pick because you, they're going to finish 40 spots higher than well,
2: projected. 20. It'd be 22 if they oh, were okay. to reach five. But yeah. like that would be, it would have to go by the S and P numbers when it's at done. the end of the season. Yeah, which is all analytical. I'm fine with that. So, like, but I'm fine with that. Alabama at the end of last season. Yeah, was still number one yeah, at the S and P no. because of how crazy all this stuff was. I'm, I'm fine but with that. Yeah, I think yeah, we could absolutely do that. So that's something that you and I do before the season every year. Anyway, we well, talk about who is going to be the uh, the team that comes out of nowhere. That's right. Who's going to overperform last season's?
1: You want me uh, to let the cat out back for the team that I thought was the worst ranked Power Five team in the country?
2: I would love for you to tell me that. And You're I, gonna
1: say Arkansas? I was gonna say Arkansas. Yeah, and I can't believe I totally forgot about Rutgers and Oregon State, which I know Oregon State's getting better. When well, you, you
2: got to think about Arkansas's recruiting, you'd I mean, already
1: it, taken Kansas off the books, and I and I was trying to think of like the historically bad ones. I was like, oh, the ACC doesn't really have anybody that's been that bad that long. Okay, you know, and so I was just playing through it, and I was like, man, Arkansas's been bad, and they're and they seem to be getting worse. Like I didn't think they'd get worse than they got last year. I think they might be worse, but well, they
2: they bring in a new quarterback. Like I think year two of of Chad's system probably going to be a little bit better. Maybe. Schedule may not be as difficult. Course, I should I say not, that. I mean, they. Were I should not big. have
1: put them in the same fault or world or region as Rutgers. Uh, they that, they were not. That was uh, wrong.
2: They were not lower than one hundred. I know that. that I think was, I think they were wrong. still in the top eighty. That's bad. because so, while they were super bad last year. They do bring back a lot of production and whatnot, so like But is yeah. that a good thing that they bring that production back? I do not think so.
1: Cause I think it would be better if they turned all that production over.
2: How long <laughs> do you think they give Chad Morris?
1: I don't know the if, answer. If to he that. goes two and ten again this I year, know do this. they fire him? People who making fun of Brett Bielman, look. Brett Bielman's big ass just won a Super Bowl. Okay.
2: Yeah, he got him ringed. They can he?
1: all go eat it. You th- you think maybe if he goes two and ten again? Yeah. You think they they could oh, probably find no, absolutely two and ten four wins? Yeah, because there's the non conference so- schedule in college football. Unless you're one of these big teams that plays another big team, is so soft. There's no reason for you to not win three or four games.
2: I agree because I mean, last there, year they lost to four,
1: there are four built in wins by they bringing lost high to North Texas. They yes. lost to
2: Colorado State. Yes, like
1: you, you can't do that. You can't
2: be losing those games.
1: You can't be in the SEC and do that. Vanderbilt wins those games. Chad Morris, this ain't SMU player. Let's go. Let's go. I want Arkansas to be better. Wait, I think all of us do. I, I really do want my conference. I, uh, not just my conference. I, like I said, I want Oklahoma State to be better. And I, I like college football when teams are good. But when it's not
2: nearly as chalky as when it you've was got, this past you've season. When you've got
1: six or seven great teams and everybody else – there's 50 feet of crap between the great teams and the next team. It's just not fun.
2: It's not fun. I, I really hope it's different this coming year. I really hope it's different. All right, that's going to wrap up uh, the show, I believe. That's it. Yep, that's it. Uh, forever. As always, Tunica Travel. Not forever. I'm just d- till next week. Uh, Tunicatravel.com. Go figure out which sportsbook you like the best. Down in Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Follow us. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. we got everything there. Facebook, Twitter, podcasts, YouTube, etc. Hit that subscribe button. Leave your comments below. We'll see you guys again next week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash you can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at Gary WCE.
1: You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini,
2: You can also email the show that's Winning Cures everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
1: have a good one, guys.